delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi, Ravin. Hi. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation to come and have a chat with me in, on Coffee and Soul. And uh, I really appreciate your taking the time to do this. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> great, great. Ravin, um, so you've got yourself something warm to drink? Yes. All right. I'm not, I know you're not a coffee drinker. And I was thinking, oh my God, this is coffee and soul. And how, do that, how does that work? And then I said, no, because this is also about diversity and different perspectives, different ways of being and different, different fondness of the four different beverages. So um, let's raise, our, you raise your cup of tea to me and I'll raise my cup of coffee to you. And, and we, cheers. There we are. Okay. Cheers, Ravin. Cheers. Lovely. Ah, always the first sip. <laughs> so, Ravin, as you sit here with this cup of tea in your hand, warm, warm beverage, does it does it evoke anything to in you? Any any thoughts? Any of the tea, of the warm, the warmth of the cup of tea in your hands. No, nothing special. It makes me feel slightly more comfortable in the morning. All right. And when you feel comfortable, what does it do for you? Nothing really, except I can maybe talk a bit more freely and maybe slightly more, slightly more confidence. But, but, but if I didn't have it, it wouldn't make much difference. It wouldn't make any difference either. I mean, I'm, I, I, it is not that I have to have it. Sure. At all. Sure. I totally understand. Yeah. 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 All right. So, the purpose of this conversation, as I told you, is just to be able to reflect back and share with, uh, with, with me and hopefully the people who will be listening to this uh, some of the ways in which you have lived your life. So, if I was to ask you, if you can, if you were to reflect on 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 um, your life, what is what would you say is the adage that you have lived by? Adage meaning? What is the met, what is your metaphor for life? What how what is it that when you when things are when the chips are down, what brings you back up? No, there's nothing special. It just it just kind of happens. Um, but, but there's nothing special, there's nothing I do or anything specific I take up yes. to make things mentally more comfortable. But I'm fine otherwise. Yeah. And, when, when, and, and some of the high points in your life, can you talk to me a little bit about that? See, high points in my life would be, um, I, I was, I'd go very quickly through my life, through my life which is slightly different from many people's life. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, my parents, uh, my father was joined the Indian Foreign Service, that is a diplomatic service, and I was only about maybe three years old at that time. Mm. At the age of about uh, uh, close to four, 
Hmm. I was taken abroad. I was taken abroad by ship along with my parents. We 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 the ship landed at Antwerp, but hmm. my father was posted to Belgium in Brussels. Hmm. So we went there. So that was that. Uh, the trip itself is nearly seventeen eighteen days. Wow. Hmm. And and that is Antwerp. But if you go elsewhere, like to travel for these places, it's longer. Right. Right. But at that time, there was very hardly any aircraft, and they were only meant for really, you know, left over from the, from the Second World War. Basically, not meant for for passengers. Sure. Extremely important people. Yes. Yes. So that was my first impression. Living in India, seeing myself standing next to India Gate in Bombay. Uh, uh, with a small camera, which I don't know where I got from, <laughs> all must have given it to me. But I didn't. I didn't always take any photographs. Right, right, right. I uh, started like that. So, so we went on the ship, which was uh, close to twenty days, and there we made lots of friends. I mean, uh, we made me. My sister also came with. Not my sister. My sister was not born there yet. Okay. Okay. In Belgium, she was born. Right. And because I was thinking of some other trips, because after that we 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 made several trips by by by, by sea. Several right. we made trips by sea. So do you like the? I'm coming in here. Do you like the sea, Ravan? Sea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not not particularly. There would make a real difference to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, go ahead. I'm listening. Uh, so um, where was that? So we went. Um, so the three of us, my parents, me went on a ship, which was quite. For my parents also, well, for my mother, it was the first time traveling in San Diego. Right. My father had been before because he was a he was a boy scout, and after that, a, a scoutmaster. Right. In his early early years, before he started working. Right. He had been on a trip to Paris. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah. Year before that, for the Paris Jamboree. Right. Okay. Out all over the world. It was, it was the first time on uh, after the after the second war. Right. So that was um, so it was an extremely exciting thing. That was the first first I would say memory which I would have. Before, so when you say sorry, I'm coming in here. When you say it was exciting, what was exciting about it? Exciting was to 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 be on the ship itself. To be yeah. Something that is moving, right? Right. Something that is moving, and sometimes if the sea was rough, which wasn't, but not that much because the ships were quite big. I mean, right. Big. right. So, but but still, you could feel it all the time that right. you were you were going on something which was actually moving. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was fine. Um, fortunately, I was not the type who used to get seasick. Okay. Lots of people did. Right. Um, so I was fine. I, mean, I enjoyed the ride a lot. Okay. Great. Great. All right. Go ahead. Yes. So then, then we reached after several weeks. We reached uh, Antwerp. We went to Belgium. My father was interested, and it was quite. Uh, it was a city which I'd never seen before. But then I'd not seen much of India either, so to right. me, it did not make that much difference. Right, right. 
um, started living there. My father was working there, and my mother was at home. And after maybe after a year or so, my my sister, of course, came to me, was born. So there, and there are many things which happened at that time which she was born because particularly getting the milk and all. We had no servants at that time. Sure, sure, yeah. No servants available. Yeah. I mean, you must imagine this is only a two or three years after the war, after the second war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tough times those days, yes. Very different from what they are now. Yes, yes. And so, you know, e even to get milk was difficult. Wow. I mean, bottles. Uh, you, 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 it wasn't delivered to your house. You had to go somewhere and you can get it. So, these are small, small things. But sure, sure. I mean, I remember them quite vividly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, my God, because it's, it's such a unique and different experience, no? My parents had a few friends there. They were quite a few of them, which is not the situation now in, in the foreign service. Right, right, right. Quite a few of them were Anglo-Indians. Right, right. The British preferred Anglo-Indians to Indians at that time. Mm. I don't know why, largely probably because of their English was much better. Sure. And more understandable to, to, to the British. Right. And uh, that was fine. So I remember, I remember things like getting sick once. So then there used to be a lady who was actually a trained nurse, but she was married to one of the officers. In the okay. Okay. And then, and then, and then when you girl and she used to come every day to give me an injection. Okay. Which I was I was extremely frightened of. <laughs> How old were you then, Robert? I would have been around um, three, three and a half. That's very young and you have the memory. So your memories go back to that young. That's amazing. A lot yeah. of people don't have these memories. That's amazing. Well, well, other things I've forgotten, lots of more, most things I forget, but because these things stick in your mind. Right, uh, right. And a few friends my parents had, I remember them. I remember them by, I've forgotten their names, or some I do remember, but uh, by face I do kind of recollect them. If I sure, see wow. Them, okay. I, uh, yeah. Yes, this was the person in Brussels at that time. Mm, 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 mm. So this, this was in Brussels? This was in Brussels. Okay. We stayed in Brussels for about two years or so. I was slightly less than that. Mm. And then my father got posted directly to Cairo in Egypt. Okay. So when I was in Brussels, mind you, I could not speak any Hindi. Yeah. I could not speak any, any English. I started learning French because I went to French school. Okay. So, so I, uh, the only language I knew and which I spoke to my parents uh, in was French. And at that age, you pick up a language very quickly. You yeah. figure it Yes. But, but, I, but I could speak French. My parents also found it easy to speak me in French. I was also speaking Yes. That was fine. And the first school was also a completely French school. The name of the school was um, Prie pour nous, which means pray for us. It was actually, ah. actually a convent. Okay. A French convent. So half the students were boys, who were less than half. Yes. Girls, you okay. all wear identical clothes. So you really? Know, yeah. Okay. All right. The face and the hair that you know that is a boy or a girl. Well, I see. So how? 
that is so interesting. You know, important, I know, but, but and then my no, no, this is very important. I'd love to hear. Well, tell me about it. And my mother uh, used to come every day to drop me, and she used to sit in the back of the class along with some other mothers, maybe some, I don't know how many, but, but I think there was a line of mothers sitting there would bring their school children to school and take them home again as, as, as required. So I remember, I remember that uh, quite vividly. Uh, quite vividly. And you're saying that basically uh, what I find very interesting is the clothes that you were, were wearing would not be, you would not be able to make out if the person was a boy or a girl. Yeah, but if you saw their face normally. You could make up, but what, were you covered till here or how, how no, was it? That's it, 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 you wore your normal clothes, on top yeah. of that you wore a smock, which okay. buttoned up from the back. Okay, all right. Okay. You wore that and stood uh, to attention on straight. Right. Uh, it was not easy to tell. Okay, course, <laughs> that's so interesting. Naturally, that I being an Indian, there were hardly any Indians. I mean, there were, there were no, no Indians as far as I knew. Sure. And I never saw a single Indian there, except my parents' friends. Right. So it was, uh, it was like that. And, and so the rest were all, all European, yes. all, Belgian, all Belgian nationals. Right. All just standard. So things were difficult, but I don't, different, but I don't remember, but there was rationing for everything. Mm. <coughs> or milk or anything you wanted to. Uh, mm. Most things were, were rationed, but Story, story, and but I didn't stay in that school for very long. It was about only maybe six months, and then I was shifted because I think my parents were shifted to a different flat. So you normally went to the school which is closest to where you stayed. Okay. All right. I was put in a different school, which was a much more. Uh, it was not like this. It was not like convent. It was like kind of a normal school but slightly like for a nursery school. And the name of the school was Ecole Noël, which means new school. New school, yes. Yeah, they knew, may have not been new, but it was, that was quite very different from the previous school, which is where I do not remember much. Ecole yes. I remember very well. Mm. Particularly, I remember I took part in a, uh, I, I, I had to take part in a play um, with some other children, maybe of my class, not younger, but still older. And we all had to dress up as chickens. Right, okay. And the youngest ones, and they were yeah. all, slightly older one were dressed up as uh, the male chickens or the <laughs> roosters. Yeah, right, right. I remember those things and taking part, and we had a play in which we all acted, all our parents, my, my parents certainly came, and I think most parents also should have came. So that was what I remember about this. And there, after maybe one and a half years in that school, my father got posted to Cairo. Okay. Cairo so at a very young age, you traveled around the world. I traveled a lot. I, we were posted to, to Cairo. Where so after Cairo, what happened after Cairo? Where did you go after Cairo, in terms uh, of the countries? Cairo, my parents had a, a, a posting in, in Delhi. I mean, home posting. Right, right, a home posting. One, one and a half, two years. Not even, not even two years, just into the show. Right, 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 so right. It was quite 
it was not very accepted, and I don't remember much about it. Okay. I, I've forgotten even the name of the school where I went to. I right. think it was the name of the school, but I'm not sure. Right, right. But that was fine, just because it was okay, but I, I, was, not, I was not very happy in the posting of the Right, right. And maybe I don't understand what. I remember I, you, you come from abroad as a young child, well, by that mm. time, five years old, who can hardly, was learnt a bit of English, but cannot speak it very well. Yes, yes. Of course, French was a good one, but it was a good one, speak French. Right, right, right. So it was, uh, it was okay, it was nice then. After that, we got posted, we were posted to London. Okay. And that was a long posting. Mm. Interesting and nice. I remember we were in London at the time of the Queen's coronation. Oh, really? What do you remember about that? I remember it in the sense that uh, we also we didn't see it live. Right. Uh, in, most hotels, they, they had TV sets, but only one TV set in each hotel in a kind of a small hall mm. Mm. In, 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 in the hotel. So, we, had, so we, we all, every evening, everyone would sit there. Everyone meets everyone who's staying in the hotel. Right, right. We sit there and these, I, I remember seeing that entire, entire ceremony of the coronation. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Imagine, imagine, wow, that, and you were there and you saw it, although you saw it on TVs or whatever, but you were there in the, in the presence of that atmosphere. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether we saw the queen going live in a coach after that or not, but I don't remember. Sure. So, so uh, Ramin, one of the things that you, and, and I'm sure there are many such uh, incidents that you remember, one of the things that you say uh, that it doesn't make a difference. I'm hearing a lot of that from you. What makes a difference to you? No, nothing specific. Nothing, nothing which I can think of and tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. What I wanted to do was to play around, be happy. Yeah. Uh, I was a student, but not a fantastically brilliant student. Right. right. Uh, but I, I could manage along with the rest. Sure. So I was okay that way. Yeah. And if I was to ask you, given that, you know, there's so much of living that you've done in so many parts of the world, and I also know that you started working and you also had many postings out, the con out of the country on your work life as well. Yeah. So each one of us brings something very unique in the way that we look at the world, what we, what we learn from it and what we say back to it, uh, what, what, is, what is it that, you know, is your perspective on, 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 on things, on life? Nothing very specific, but every place we went to, and remember, I, I must have, I've lived in at least 15, 20 countries. I mean, actually lived Amazing, in. amazing. I mean, right to the end, I'm saying in my whole life up to now. Right. Was, uh, that was very interesting. Right. And then languages, I, I mean, apart from English, French, and those kind of languages, German and all, 
and another language that I spoke was uh, Serbo Croatian. So once may I come in here, you speak English, French, German, and Croatian. English and Hindi. But at that time, at one time, I could be fluent in all three languages. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> what did it What did it do for you in terms of your perspective on the world? What were you seeing? Because you were at a very young age, seeing everything from a very different vantage point. Young age, but I remember I was growing up also at that time. Yes, yes, um, yes. Of three, four, which I described before. Right. Uh, I became normal until I was, until, say, I went to college. Right, right, right. Seventeen, eighteen. Right, right. And, uh, so, but it was, uh, I, I don't have an answer to your question, which was, anything very specific. But for example, all things far away, like I remember acting in that play in Brussels. Right. At the age of three, three and a half. Right, right. I had to do, I remember I did not have the clothes which all the other kids had. Did right, 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 right. Kind of a, like a, like a, like a pantsuit, like a soft pantsuit, right? We couldn't, we couldn't, we found it, but it did not fit. <laughs> I was something else and pair of shorts. Right. It was okay, but when I see the pictures of that, I yeah. could see I'm slightly differently dressed from the so, other. So when but you think, when you think, sorry. No, no one else will notice that. Right, I know. So when you think about this, those times, uh, what's, what, do you, what, what comes to your mind when you think, are they... What kind of, are they happy thoughts? Is that something that you would wish for everybody to experience? What, what, what are some of the things that you... I would say that, firstly, the thoughts were extremely happy. Extremely happy. I would really, and extremely happy, and very, very uh, uh, educational, and giving you a different kind of experience, a different way, a different way people live, how they live. How they communicate with other, what they do as, and, and as you're growing up, you're going from country to country. Yeah, amazing. So, and even you see, uh, you learn different languages. Many of the languages you learn only for a short time, and you forget them very soon after. Mm. Uh, I, I could speak Serbo Croatian quite fluently. Right. I went to Croatian school also. Right. Uh, right. But, but now, if you ask me, I don't know, but if someone is speaking Serbo Croatian, they call it. I would have a vague understanding of what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those kind of things. I think that's 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 fabulous. And and after 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 that, when you when you um um you know you came back and you after all this experience, was it ever difficult to adjust to people who hadn't had these experiences? I didn't have that experience. No. No, you, you could fit into, you found yourself fitting into any place without a problem. Because Hindi you learned quite quickly when you came back to India. Right. No, I had no, I had no problem in adjusting myself you know, socially with, with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yes, go ahead. Language of continuity. Yeah. Not a different range of languages. Sometimes I have to find it difficult. Different means it's confusing. Yeah, yeah. You know so many languages, you don't know which word from which language to use for to say what. Absolutely. But it was not serious at all. Sure.
So where, what kind of a place and where do you find that you find you yourself find it easy to communicate and you like to speak in, in or, or communicate with people? What kind of an environment do you need to be able to open up and, you know, talk? The answer to a question actually comes with the, the background that I was at different ages at different times of women doing different languages. Right. So age also counts a lot at that time. Right. right. The place where I could speak at mostly was in was in Yugoslavia. Right. Currently Serbia. Right. Right. I went at an age where I just fin- uh, where, where I I finished college, finished school, and I was attending college. I started going to college just at that time. You remember what? Mm. 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 So that was quite. Uh, well, I mean, I, I could un- myself, it's not a question of language, to my own understanding of everything going on around you, which mm. was languages I could speak. I forgot them after I left the country. Mm. I learned new languages. Which were, now I don't know any language except what I'm speaking now, and maybe some Hindi. Mm. 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 I can understand most people if they speak any of the languages. Like French, I know. Sufficiently, serbo creation I know sufficiently. Uh, I've forgotten the other language, but mm-hmm. many of languages. So language, languages, languages has been a big part of uh, who ha- you have been, right? Speaking those different. Not because I wanted to or anything. It just so sure. happened. I was living there. That was a language I had to communicate with with, with anyone, mm-hmm. domestic staff, if we were in the domestic staff at home in school, going in a bus, meeting, you know, asking, asking the directions to go to somewhere. Those mm-hmm. kind of not, it mm-hmm. not, it not, did not bother me in any manner. Mm-hmm. I did made me, make me stick my chest out and say I was also an Of course, of course. It just so happened that was the way I was brought up. Mm, yes, sure. Sure. No, and I understand that. And, and so I know that uh, I, I'm very conscious of your time. I had blocked you for half an hour. So I'm just going to uh, say, if you can, you know, just leave us with some thought, something that, that makes Ravin Ravin. What is, what is that thing? What, what is it that you, that, you know, you, something that you really, it, it makes a difference to you. What do you think it would be? I, I don't think I have a measured answer to that question. All I, right. I can't think of anything which makes me feel how I would differentiate myself from other people around me. Yeah. The same. I'm not a good sportsman. I would like to be like everyone else at that age. would certainly enough to be. I tried my best, but I couldn't. So it's okay. It's not a big deal. Sure. I was, I was not a brilliant student, but I managed to get through all my exams and finish off university, etc. I think what is brilliant and what I'm hearing is, is uh, when, you're, when you're talking about the fact that, you know, I was um, not a sportsman, not, the, you know, not, not, not brilliant in studies, but what is amazing, Ravin, is your ability to be able to 
blend into uh, and be a part of any kind of an environment because of the experiences and i think that is what makes you uniquely you is what you bring from from that perspective because uh, it, it it's not really about and i'm not asking about the achievements i'm really asking about you know uh, what 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 is the essence of ravin and i and i see that and you you I, see I, I'm sorry i yeah? i never know like what you're saying i never think about these things yes i know i understand that which is beautiful i i'm not forgotten it but it doesn't matter to me at all what happened that much in nepal there's so many experiences well after school well after college when i was started working i was working in also my work was also in outside india quite a lot yes i have been i've lived in four countries in africa i've lived in south africa also yes I've seen the end of a party just this amazing you yeah was ending ending but it was still uh, it was still very evident that there was a apartheid in this country yes yes but yes. it did not frankly affect people like me because yes. we were foreigners living there so yeah and foreigners were generally kind of you working for yes as well and also life was life was very comfortable right as compared right. to certainly the africans yes by natural and many europeans particularly mm. europeans who couldn't immediately migrate out of south africa when south africa got about independence right right i to went to me or tried to go away but it was not easy because we required a lot of money to go abroad and live abroad start again particularly for them most of them had were confused that apartheid had suddenly gone and most of them did not seem to mind the africans mm-hmm. but i can't tell what was in their head sure. they could see that there is a, they knew that there was a difference between them between them but it was it didn't i mean i know about that contention it didn't bother, that, that did not bother me that much i was more interested in my own work which i was doing there mm-hmm. and a lot of your focus in your life has been the work that you've been doing as well ravan i think that would be for most people practically most practically we want to sorry i lost your voice there where where that they that their work was extremely important mm-hmm. at that time that, that is that is what you live for that's what you think of in the morning when you wake up and that is what you end with mm-hmm. Mm. it becomes such a strong part of who we are and our identity isn't it yeah ravin thank you so much for your for your time and for sharing your uh, incredibly different journey from so many of us and and the fact that you know you experienced all this at different points of your life and 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 from a very young age and therefore obviously this 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 uniqueness of 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 being able to you know adjust to any kind of a scenario in life i think that is clearly a strength this is coming to that i never found it difficult yes i hear that that's amazing okay yeah. all right because normally you are with several other people maybe lots of other people 
who are in the same situation as you. So you just saw them and you went along with them. And all, not, not so just went along with them. Is that, is, that how, is that how you can say it life was? It sometimes was. But language also, up to a certain age, you pick up quite rapidly. Right. It becomes more and more difficult. Right. Like, right. Now I can't really speak much language. French is a little bit more that. Nothing much now. But now you don't even need that much, you know. I think when you needed it, it was there. And when you don't need it, hey, why carry the baggage? Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Ravin, and for having this chat over Coffee and Soul with me. And, uh, and um, uh, all the very best. And thank you so much for sharing your unique perspective and your experiences with, with all of us. Since you're asking that, it's coming back to me to somewhat. Otherwise, I've forgotten about it sometime. Right. No, I know. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ravi. Thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of Soul Brews with Shiva. Until next week, keep the coffee swirling. <laughs>